everyone. Today I'm going to be talking about um, breakfast, how important is it, do you need to be eating it, and the overall kind of uh, idea of nutrient timing and just how important that is. And nutrient timing is essentially um, when you're having your meals, what you're trying to prioritize of the meals, how frequently you should be eating, and if you are like me, when I first started, I was really confused because I think there's a lot of information out there about, oh, you know, you need to have protein within 30 minutes of finishing your workout. And sometimes I'm like, but I'm not hungry. And so then it's like, well, do I force it down? And well, how often should I be doing this? Should I be having, you know, three meals a day and two snacks? Should I be having six small meals a day? What's the best way for me to achieve my goals? And there's a lot of research done on these topics. Like, should you have breakfast? Is there a difference in fat loss for individuals who choose to have breakfast or individuals who skip breakfast? And because there is so much research out there, I think a lot of times, depending on when the research is done, there can be biases to how things have been done but also sometimes there's studies where, you know, it's four or five people. And that's really important to remember because I think with regards to nutrition, there can be research out there supporting both sides of an argument. And depending on who has done the studies and how accurate they are and how many people participated, it's really just, you know, a fraction or a very small piece of the puzzle. And just because it has worked for one individual does not mean it's going to be, get you the same outcome, essentially. Because, um, for example, there have been studies done on like breakfast and doesn't matter whether you eat, you know, say half your calories for the day at dinner or breakfast. So basically when they did the study, they, researchers, we're trying to track body weight, waist circumference, appetite, and even like several blood markers for glucose tolerance and insulin sensitivity. And their results were that the group who ate half their calories at breakfast lost more weight and more inches from their weights and showed greater improvement in glucose control and insulin sensitivity and actually reported feeling more satiated um, because of their big breakfast. And so when you see a study like this, you think, wow, breakfast is super important. I should definitely make sure to always eat that. However, there's also other research studies done, for example, that show um, people consuming higher amounts of carbohydrates and over, I think it's like 60 or 70% of their calories at night, as opposed to at breakfast. And in the controlled groups where the subjects did, you know, resistance training and aerobic exercise, although they had 60 to 70% of their calories at dinner, they actually retained more muscle and lost an equal amount of fat to people who had the same amount of calories at breakfast. And so you're kind of like, oh, so I could have 60% or more of my calories at dinner and maintain muscle mass and lose fat, or I could have a really big breakfast and, you know, see some amazing results also. 
But there's also been um, a six-month study that found that um, people who consumed more of their carbohydrates at night, as opposed to spreading them out throughout the day, you know, had better waist uh, circumference loss, had better fat loss. And this is kind of where you're like, well, shoot, what the heck do I do? Should I be having more of my carbs at dinner? Should I be, you know, skipping breakfast if I'm not hungry? And this is why I think it's always really, really important with nutrition and exercise and anything to listen not only to your body, what are your hunger levels like? What are your natural preferences? What is sustainable? What can you adhere to lifelong and long-term? Because yeah, maybe you're, maybe skipping breakfast will be fantastic and you're going to get great results. But if you're someone who wakes up really, really hungry, is skipping breakfast going to be the best thing for you? Well, I don't know. You need to try, you need to experiment and you need to allow yourself and your body the opportunity to see what feels good and how it responds. Because based on these studies, there's a lot of information supporting both sides, the value of breakfast or the value of, you know, eating a lot right before, you know, you're right in the evening before you, you know, go to bed, maybe not like right before you go to bed, but in the evening nonetheless. And so I think it's really important to remember that there is no one size fits all rule. What works really well for me and is sustainable and helpful for me may not be great for you. And this is why I think sometimes I frustrate my nutrition clients because they're like, well, what do you think about this? Like, is this better? Is that better? And I'm like, you know what? I don't know because I don't know how you feel about doing A versus B. What feels best and what feels good for you? Same thing that goes for training. Um, If I'm someone that works out first thing in the morning, I strongly dislike eating because it makes me really nauseous. It makes me feel really sick. I can like feel the food bouncing around in my stomach. And I've definitely had a couple times where I've like literally been sick at the gym because I've eaten breakfast. And so no matter what I'm told about the importance of, you know, a pre-workout meal, I know based on my own experience that depending on how I'm training, it's not necessarily going to be a good fit for me. And that's why I think that it's really important to experiment and to not necessarily be so tied to one method or one approach because sometimes it's not the best approach for you. At the end of the day, you need to remember that what it's your overall energy output and your calorie intake that is going to determine your results. If you are a normal individual like me, you're not someone who's a a professional athlete or getting paid to look a certain way physique wise, you're more focused on your overall well-being and health than your, like I said, your overall calorie intake and your energy output is what's going to determine your results. So you might find that if you're trying to maintain your weight and say for ease of numbers, 2000 calories is your maintenance calories. If you're eating 2000 calories and you have a thousand calories at breakfast and a thousand calories at dinner and you skip lunch and that helps you maintain your weight, 
then that's great. You also might find that, hey, I really like to have, you know, 500 calories at breakfast and what would that be? Oof, math. You know, 500 for lunch, 500 for dinner, and 500 for snacks throughout the day. So there are a lot of different ways to get to your end goal. And I think this is what frustrates people when they're like, just tell me what to do. And I'm like, I wish, I wish it were as simple as saying, hey, you know what? You get on this path, you follow it along and you do exactly all these things and you are going to get where you want to be. But that's not true because I even see this with my nutrition clients when I say, hey, let's start this way and let's assess how this goes, what feels good initially. I think sometimes people are really gung-ho when they first start like a weight loss journey and they're like, great, I can do this, I can do that. You know, I don't mind cutting back on this. And they start to see progress and I say, all right, this is great. How are you feeling? They're like, I feel fantastic, loving the progress. And then I say, that's wonderful, but let's keep an eye on how you're feeling because what feels great and sustainable now might not feel like that in six weeks. And I'd say 30 to 40% of the time people come and say, oh, you know what? You're right. I feel like I actually have been restricting myself and I didn't quite realize that. And that's kind of why it's really important to do those mental check-ins and to be aware that what feels good initially might not feel good later. What works for you now might also not be something that works as well later. For instance, in the past, I'm someone who would have, you know, three meals a day. I'd always have breakfast and I made great progress and felt wonderful. Lots of good things happened. And now I'm currently doing intermittent fasting, which means I skip breakfast most weeks. I have my first meal at around 12 or one o'clock. And so I'm not eating breakfast right now and I'm maintaining my weight. I feel great. My energy levels are awesome, but this is kind of what I'm saying in terms of what feels good is going to shift and change depending on your schedule, depending on your needs and even your training, because I'm not working out first thing in the morning right now. And so I find intermittent fasting fantastic. And I find breakfast is not something I wake up needing or craving but I only know that because I've taken the time to experiment. So I wish I had a really clear answer for you as to, yes, breakfast is absolutely necessary. You need it. But I would think about how do you feel in the morning? Are you hungry first thing in the morning? And even if you are those things, have you experimented with removing it and trying intermittent fasting, uh, which I also did a podcast on and you can listen to. I think the only way to know what actually works best for you and feels best is through experimentation and trial and error. And I wish, like I said, there was a, a better way to know for sure, but trust me, it is not necessarily that easy. And you're going to, even through your lifetime, experience um, differences in what feels best. All right, hopefully this has given you a little bit of insight into nutrient timing and considering whether or not breakfast is a meal you want to incorporate. You can follow me on Instagram at justget.fit or email me for more information on my members area with over 220 recipes and my macro calculation guide, or you can get in touch with me for one-on-one -on -one nutrition coaching as well. My email address is Nikki at justget.fit. Thank you so much. And don't forget to subscribe to my podcast.